This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screening baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. And I got the uh, uh, <laughs> the least weird. My, the, it turns out it's the weirdest because I got it now, and the other ones are weirder looking, but they're more functional for what we're doing here. Uh, I got the, the stumpier microphone. Uh, and now, finally, have, did you guys see on Twitter there were pictures of what these microphones look like for the listeners who have heard comments about the microphones and always wondered what they look like? I'm going to go back to the paper. <laughs> Doug Loves Movies is taped in front of a live audience at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. It's Tuesday, June 1st, 2010. 
Oh, thank you. Just got a nice microphone stand switch out for no reason. What was I saying? It's Tuesday, June 1st, 2010, a.k.a. Morgan Freeman's birthday. Happy birthday, God. Yeah, God, or Black Pimp, whichever part of his you prefer more. Apologies to all the live audience members who uh, did what I told them to last week and wore name tags, and then I forgot to get contestants for the Leonard Malton game, so the name tags went for naught. But why I see in the... Oh, this guy's got a gigantic name tag and uh, with both him and the person next to him's name on them. And then we got another guy with a name tag, and then I thought there'd be more name tags this week instead of less. Kale? Callie? Callie? Broccoli? Um, you'll have to... S- you got to sit up in this... This is the zone right here. Those two, those two guys with no name tags, they got the fucking sweet spots <laughs> for having name tags, so I don't know. I don't know what we, sh- what we should do to them. I tell you what. You guys have to pledge that you will go try to clean up the oil spill. <laughs> they both did. One with a thumbs up and the other one with a friendly wave. <laughs> so, Shrek Forever After took the top spot at the weekend box office, beating out Prince of Persia and Sex and the City, which leads me... Sex and the City too, Which leads me to this theory. Uh, no one wants to watch ladies in dresses running around in the desert. <laughs> Sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal, you look like a lady. (laughs) My guests tonight are three people who said yes (laughs) when I called them yesterday and today. Two-thirds of them today. Uh, And you're still going to be pretty amazed at how good a show I could put together at the last minute. Please welcome Paul Shear, Nick Kroll, and Dave Keckner, everybody. (laughs) Holy crap. How do I do it? Where's your name tag? You got to leave it on the whole time, Doug, Doug and Catherine. Look at that. You brought right. a whole dry erase board with Doug and Catherine Is it going to change throughout the show? <laughs> like, are they going to write different messages on there? No, on the I just told them they have to keep it up the whole time. Oh, okay. So I know. That'd be like... They should, they should make an <laughs> one arrow point towards you, because your name is also Doug. And any other Dougs in the audience, too. They look like they're on an episode of Amnesiac Newlywed Game. (laughs) And the questions are as simple as, what's his name? What's her name? Toilet seat. Oh, oh, no, it's Doug. Or even better, the morning after game. (laughs) Where where couples have to sit there, what's his name? I don't know. That is a a spike show. You just pitched the spike show. That would be a great spike show. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. The morning after game. (laughs) I love it. And the carpenters sing the theme song. (laughs) <laughs> the Carpenters were a, uh, a uh, brother-sister group. I was, I was uh, that. You have you ever played that game? Of like, what would you if you could have dinner with any dead celebrity? Like, who would? It yeah, be? we all play that game, but most of us fuck the person. <laughs> uh, we don't have dinner with them. What kind of weirdo? I wrote my NYU except like letter to NYU like who I'd have dinner with, and I was like. Jesus Christ and Howard Stern. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking, man. <laughs> Mine was, uh, if, you, if I could have dinner with anybody, it would be Karen Carpenter. <laughs> and Mama Cass. And, and uh, it would be Karen Carpenter, and I would be like, maybe you should eat something. <laughs> 
You just want to feed her. <laughs> be a savior, and that would be it? That's as, as, as insistent as you get? Yeah, and then I would fuck her. <laughs> See, I knew that was going to be in there somewhere. You could put a nice meal in Karen Carpenter. She's pretty Women hot. are so lucky with their interactions with men <laughs> that I'd fuck her. <laughs> you girls have it so well. <laughs> Oh, there's a man. I wonder if he likes me or he wants to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> at, least I just, at least I can get I can get fucked whenever I want to. That's what I'd say if I was a lady. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, ladies, that is part All of the I equation. Blow my rape whistle and they will come running. <laughs> or act act at all interesting. If you blow the opposite end of a rape whistle, it's a fuck whistle. <laughs> yeah, but only dogs hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's got to be a morning after. <laughs> um, I, I just like to envision people listening to your podcast and whenever they choose to enjoy it on an elliptical or a treadmill or hiking, yeah, of course. Ha- hiking one of the cool canyons. They're all very active. All the people listening yeah. to this podcast are very yeah. active. Nobody's yeah. in a cubicle. Yeah. Nobody's on there's, a train. There's Nobody one person just eating an uncrustable. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> one person just eating an uncrustable. You ever see those? It's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that is... Uh, all crust sealed it's a, yeah it has no crust on it it's like a little pod full nice. of peanut that was like some focus group where someone's like if if the peanut butter or jelly has any chance to escape I'm fucking out <laughs> the most I thought Uncrustable would be like something they eat on uh, you know the Navi's eat in Avatar <laughs> it's cause the Uncrustable it's cause kids don't like crust it's true. Yeah, it's that's true. what. Uh, yeah, why, why, why do kids have such an issue with with crust? Why very, do they very hard naturally to get despise it? It's it the, is the bread. Like, you are still right. eating bread. Yeah, but it's, it's, not that, like it's, it's like that thick casing. weird end. But hey, you're a kid. What do you know from weird? Like, why are you judging what's the strange part you should be eating? Cut off that crust. Fucking eat that shit. That's what I would say. And then I'd give him the old... I'd show them the back of my hand. <laughs> That would well, be the end. Just show it to him, or you? I just show it to him, and then I'd put the joint in my mouth, <laughs> and everything would be cool. <laughs> I'd totally mellow out. I thought maybe you had eczema on the back of your hand, and you're like, "This is uncrustable." Look at this! <laughs> Look at this uncrustable hand. <laughs> this Eat is what, my hand. This is what my genetics have given you. <laughs> You'll have this. Yeah, I agree. Wait till you get into your teens, and you have to give yourself an uncrustable hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that it's, was It's horrifying. That, that was my point, that people at the gym might wince every once in a while. People are like, what, is he, what are you listening to? Oh, Doug Benson's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking what, about masturbating yeah. with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You have a lot of weird ticks when you run. Oh. What are you listening to? And what else? Rape whistles? Oh, oh God. How do I, why do you fine, keep shivering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a morning after. By the way, I like that someone's on an elliptical and someone else is like, "Excuse me, I noticed that you've what been winning. What, what is that? Yeah, you stare at people and then talk to them about their flaws, yeah. right? Yeah. At the gym. That's what we're there for. It's everyone gets in good shape because we're all judging one another. Yeah. Is it just a tick? Uh huh. <laughs> Are you listening to something? Is that just a tick? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. This is a good Nancy Grace. <laughs> Maybe the audience didn't buy that because the hat you're wearing, would, you could never wear that in a gym. That'd no, be, you couldn't. You'd Unless be the weirdest a, guy in the gym wearing that hat on I a treadmill. I think if I'm in a gym, I'm, I'm the weirdest guy in a gym. Um, <laughs> you don't work out? I'd work out at home. How's that? 
It's good. What do you do? Uncrossable uh, hand jobs. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> UCHJ. <laughs> I was working it out too. Yeah. You put it together. That's good. <laughs> I was debating on whether U and C, uncrossable was one word or two. Yeah. And you, you correctly yeah, two I, words. I, yeah. I, yeah. I plowed ahead. It has to be. Ignorance be damned. I don't care. <laughs> Paul Shear, do you have any, um, any movies in the can, as we like to say? Like. Oh, in the can? Any, yeah, any films? Yeah, I have, I have taking uh, shit. I mean, <laughs> guys, I have probably one of the most important movies ever important. coming out. Yeah, this is going to be oh, Academy Oh, right, Award. right. I've talked about it briefly. Uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. It is. Jerry O'Connell is in it. Jerry O'Connell. Previous Adam guest, Scott. Jerry O'Connell. Uh, Jerry Previous O'Connell. guest, Adam Scott. Yes. Did you have Ving Rhames on the show? Because he also No, but I'm Let's about to. Him. Let's get him on the hey, show. Hey, I'll be right. I can't do it, the voice, but <laughs> Come if on I could, I would have launched into it and it would have been awesome. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue from The Karate Kid. I can do it. that. Richard Dreyfus in it. Christopher Lloyd, in it. Steve McQueen's grandson, Steve McQueen, in it. Girl from Gossip Girl, Jessica Sore, in it. Porn and star, porn star. Porn star, Riley Steele, in it. Is, uh, <laughs> is uh, Richard Dreyfus in it? In it. Yeah! Wow. Playing Piranhas? Piranhas, in it. <laughs> 3D, in it. Does he play Matt Hooper in he it? He does, actually. Oh he my actually God. sincerely does play Matt Hooper. That, that is, is not, not a, a tiger shark. That is not a tiger shark. I don't like the panties drying on the rod. The, the, truth, the truth of it is, is that Matt Hooper decides to take a break from sharks on a vacation, and then what happens? He gets attacked by piranhas. Is that legal? Did they have to like, yeah, go to Spielberg and be like, intellectual hey, property you know, um, cocaine, not, years of cocaine. Not, is he allowed to do this it's now? It's not intellectual property if you just dress your character 100% like him and don't ever refer to him by his exact name. <laughs> so that is, the, that is the wiggle room that they gave him. In the script, his name is Hooper, but no one ever calls him <laughs> Hooper because he's pretty much by himself for the, uh, the movie. So He's in Sideways World from Lost. Yes. So Which all, means so he's in purgatory. Oh. I haven't, I haven't watched Come it Come on, guys. It's been a week. <laughs> I just didn't know we had that many Catholics listening <laughs> or in the audience. <clears throat> I don't do you understand guys either aspects of that. DK, Dave Keckner, uh, yeah, what do you got? Well, you have to out? wait until 2011, but it'll really? be worth it, yeah. Uh, Paul, the uh, oh. Jason, Simon oh, Pegg, yeah. and uh, Nick, Nick Kroll movie. I wish. Oh, it's not oh, the other Nick. Nick Frost. Oh, I'd prefer Kroll. Good call. <laughs> yes, but Nick Frost. It's uh, and uh, so yeah. It's but there's a lot of uh, CGI, so they have to takes a while to put all that. Together. Oh, so you shot your stuff, but it's not coming out till next year. Correct. Wow. Who else is uh, Rogan and Jason? Yes, Bateman. Bateman right? Yes, yes. Bill Heater. Bill Heater. Bill Heater. Kristen Wiig. Don, I'm not a fan Jesus, of any of those. Is people. anybody good? <laughs> is anybody good in it? <laughs> Anybody funny? Uh, Steve alien. McQueen's grandson, Steve McQueen. Nice. Yeah. Nice. In it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. And Nick Kroll is in the trailer for... I've already heard the, 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 your line in the trailer and the commercial for Get Him to the Greek. Guess what? Not in the movie. Isn't he has an equally funnier the, line in the movie. Yeah. Oh, alternate take That's then. That's what you get with Kroll. You get a couple bangs for the buck there. <laughs> Lino-rama Kroll yeah, over here. Just line Dishing him, him out. Line Dishing him out. out. Uh, Should yeah. I use the one you guys wrote me or the 12 I'm going to come up there with that yeah. are funnier? And they're like, um, why don't you just not waste time and write the one, use the one that we wrote for you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He gets it. So, um, yeah, now, yeah, I got to get him the Greek. Uh, it's coming out to June 4th. 
And by the way, the, if you guys have seen the poster for Get Him the Greek, I, I still haven't done it, but you put the poster for Get Him the Greek right next to the poster for Marmaduke, and it's the same exact alignment. It's fucking bizarre. Uh, do you notice on the poster for Marmaduke, I'm obsessed with this, it says in large letters across the center, Marmaduke. But then in the top right-hand corner, it says Owen Wilson. And then really small is Marmaduke. Is Marmaduke. Right? But then George Lopez doesn't get like a is the cat on Marmaduke's head. He doesn't get that. I like, think Monica. they're trying to trick people into thinking that George Lopez is really, he's going to, actual George Lopez oh, okay. owns Marmaduke. Because oh. it's a super white family in the actual movie that they could totally right, hide right, in most right. of the ads. So See? I think they're trying, they're to, trying to bring in the Latino I'm not the ghost whisperer. I'm the ghost shouter. <laughs> Dog whisperer. They even have ads Sorry. in Arizona theaters. Wait, is that a line the movie? No, no, but it could be, right? <laughs> That's good. Wait, the families from Arizona. <laughs> if you see Marmaduke in Arizona. You get deported? <laughs> no. No. No, it's a way to get them you into should. the theater. They say you don't have to show your papers oh. to come oh. By see the way, I, I do want to announce, I'll announce it here. I'm a part of the uh, Family Circus movie, and we're working on that. Oh, it, uh, it's going to be really, really great. Uh, first scene starts off in a church, and I ask my mom, I go, why do they call them pews if they don't smell? And then we hold for 15 minutes. Nice. And then we move to the next. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like the sequel to Babies. <laughs> oh, I saw Babies. I know you uh, did. I did. Why? You have Why? a girlfriend? <laughs> I have a girlfriend. Yeah, you do. But I also. And Sex and the City I'm also 2 was sold out. <laughs> we, we saw Sex and the City 2 we with saw our Sex significant. City, yeah, uh, with our girlfriend. Do pedophiles later. really. Do they go back that far? Do they go infant ever? Everybody's Is got that their part thing. Of it? Everybody, sexy. I don't baby. think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> it's really. That seems a little babies too was creepy. really cool, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, my favorite was the Mongolian baby. I like Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, they they barbecue that baby. Uh, Just for a joke, when I when I order Chinese in front of my friends, I ask for the mongoloid beef, (laughs) and the waiter or waitress never bats an eye, never repeats it back. They just like either don't listen to it or are fucking over it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got what uh, we did see Sex in the City too, and I loved I loved this movie for the pure and simple fact that my wife loves Sex and the City and after seeing that movie she understood how I felt after I saw Indiana Jones and the Churstal <laughs> Skull which was severe disappointment and embarrassment that oh I like these characters I respected this I was excited for this and now I'm crushed I um Sex and the City 2 should have been called uh, On the Nose uh, but then they wouldn't do it because of Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> oh. Uh, Sex and the City 2, what I liked about it was it felt like it was written by a high schooler who found out that Muslim culture is different than American culture. <laughs> ah, it was like, I gotta get the word out about this. They treat women weird. I gotta talk about yeah. it. And uh, yeah, it's or pretty great. Or it was either written by a high schooler or a pampered gay man who's been totally detached from reality. <laughs> So what's what's the message? Like con- me- one of the major Does conflicts of the loser mo- vagina. <laughs> Samantha, vagina. well, I just don't know where it, it is. She's so brazen. Yeah. Lawrence she's so of brazen with her vagina. It's just like we just yeah, Lawrence of my labia. That that would make me. I would shit myself and pass out <laughs> if I was sitting in a movie theater and heard her say that. The the this is the if you want to follow the trajectory of the movie, it was they start off in New York and their lives are 
pretty good. Yeah. And then they go away, and then they come back, and their lives are pretty all good. Yeah. That was pretty much that. That was the. Then one of the major conflicts of the movie is we need to get to the airport, or we won't be able to fly back first class. First class. Oh, no. That's a major conflict point. They in the literally movie. Wow. say Hurry. we can't fly coach for twelve hours. Yeah. I just want to say that uh, the family circus kid was sitting next to you uh, when you took a shit in your pants, and uh, at the at the, at I was the church to... at the no no at the movie theater yeah. when when you heard the line you wanted to hear and you shit your pants and, and passed out. Then the family circus kid and said, "Mom, this smells like church." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to put that together, and you did it quicker too. Uncrustable. Yeah. There's got to be a morning after. Uh, just if anyone does want to know, too, Sex in the City, two hours and 45 minutes. No, you're uh, kidding. No, no. Two no, hours no, and 45 minutes. No, it's as not long really. as Avatar. That's got to be 10 minutes of trailers. For it, 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 no, no. It's three hours with the trailers. Jesus. And it's two hours and 45 minutes. Wow. And yes, they do put on burkas and run around like they're in an old-fashioned farce. That is also something that does Liza, happen. Liza Minnelli's in it, though, and it's kind of awesome, although it looks literally like they CGI'd her head onto something. Yes. funny. <laughs> It looks, yeah. <laughs> Doug, I'm sure you've already covered this, but um, just... I told the people with the giant sign they could put it down. That oh. was ridiculous that I ordered them to hold it up the entire time. I think that they should I can that. remember that their names are Dale and Ka- Car... Car... Yep, you got Cartman. it. Dale and Cartman. Exactly right. Cartman. How does your uh, audience... Have you already covered the, the, the 3D... Every fucking film in 3D. I mean, do people like we've, it? We've, I've spoken of it with my guests, and we're all pretty much in agreement that uh, we don't want to, we don't want more of it. I hate it. It's fucking ridiculous. I liked it. Avatar was cool. How to Train Your Dragon was all right, but no other 3D movie I've seen. Piranha 3D. <laughs> Except for have Piranha you, 3D. Have you seen boobs in 3D? Girls on trampolines jumping naked? Well, then I'm in, but that's nobody's ever done that. 3D's just been wasted on I just you hate know, wearing violence. glasses. They're, they're, they're awful. The glasses. Yeah, the glasses are bad. Well, like, but it's also people wear glasses. They're like, now they like got two pairs of glasses on. They're like, I got punched twice. <laughs> I wear glasses. Yeah, you put that hey, together. Podcast, you put that together yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Simply uncrossable. <laughs> but it, it also the other issue is, and I'm gonna do my next bit with the, just a soundtrack behind it, is that I wonder what it's like to watch 3D movies on TV when they're 2D and they're not fun to watch. Yeah, who Avatar is like the best-selling DVD of all time. Why would you ever want to watch that on your regular TV? Yeah. You would yeah. just realize it's a shitty movie. Yeah. <laughs> This is kind of it's long like, it's when like I'm not the, in it. It's <laughs> like turning on the lights in a strip club. It's like, no. <laughs> Family We're circus indeed. Yeah. <laughs> We're finding out the baby's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so staged. <laughs> babies? Yeah, babies. Yeah. I want to see babies bring that, too. Br- bring that goat in. Bring it. What is it? What comes and drinks out of the baby's The goat. Mouth? The goat. Yeah, it's awesome. Does that goat sh- got a spinoff movie. Don't th- nice. Goats. Utes. You could just Dude. see them behind the camera. Should we let that goat kill that little baby? Or should, or I mean, should we step tra- in and do the a- right thing and not have a goat near the baby? I mean, honestly, Peter, it's going to be a trailer moment. <laughs> trailer moment. Goat eats baby. <laughs> 
Is, uh, Spoiler. Is goat an animal that eats flesh? What does it eat? Because uh, it's getting oh, it's, oh, it's in there. No, oh, it's um, in there. <laughs> it all, the only person that has to worry about it being eaten by a goat is the Tin Man. <laughs> what? They don't like flesh. They like, you know. Tin. Right. Tin, tin cans, and... folks. Get back to the, your Popeye days. Nothing better than a goat eating a tin can. Have you ever have you ever had a goat stand on your back? Yes. Me too. There's one that? massage parlor in the valley that we yeah. go to. Man, woman, or goat? Goat. Jesus, I didn't Ken know. Daly. That's awesome. Yeah. My friend Ken Daly had a pet goat, and like you, if you hunched over in front of it, it would just jump up on your back like you were a rock. Wow. And it would just stand there. If you look at goats, they do not. They're one of those animals where you're like, yeah, they didn't start on Earth. Like, <laughs> they're crazy fucking looking alien and animals. That's why I joined Scientology when I. Kroll uh, <laughs> told me that, and I was like, yeah, there are aliens and there are goats. I crawled you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the point of the Doug Benson podcast. There it is every, every week. Exposing. Why should you join? <laughs> That's why we're set up right across the street from the Scientology Center. Is that it's a former hotel? I just walked by it tonight after I'd parked. That's a celebrity center. That oh. is, uh, you know, it's a really beautiful... Yeah, I like uh, that everybody here is afraid to laugh. <laughs> there's cameras everywhere. I walked around, there's like cameras everywhere. Is Giovanni everywhere. Ribisi here? No one laughed. <laughs> it's not like a center for common people. It's spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. Centre. Oh. Yeah. Only European Have you guys, um, any of you fellas been to the movies lately? Have we, have we talked about that yet? We talked about Sex and the City. So, um, we, I saw MacGruber. Oh, oh MacGruber's great. Fuck, really it's really so funny. funny. It's so it's funny. funny. Go see MacGruber. People here clapped it's, at the mere mention of it. It's, it's, you may think. Check if, this if out. You Shrek all, Forever After. I just saw it. See that's nothing. Right. Yes, well, One I, guy in Shrekner. That's all I see. It's David Katzenberg. That was annoying. You saw that because of the children? Because of the children. Absolutely no reason for fucking 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it ogre rated? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Simply uncraftable. (laughs) Dale and Cartman didn't like that one very much. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, MacGruber, if you have a hesitation... Thinking Remove it's it. like another. It. Yeah, if you think it's another hesitation. like oh SNL movie, how do you make a funny movie out of a twenty second sketch? They like, did it. They did it because it's not. It's a, it's a parody and homage to like eighties late eighties action films. Like awesome. If, like if you want to see like Under Siege or like it's, Lethal it's, Weapon, that kind of all that shit. It's, it's dirty. It's violent. Yeah, it's, it's very really funny. funny. It's yeah. really funny. Val Kilmer's hilarious. Like it's it's worth seeing. As someone I wrote, love when critics. Is that what you're going to say about a, a, a review it got? No, no, no. My buddy was just saying it was like uh, my buddy Joe Mandy tweeted that it's like the new office. Ooh, Joe Mandy. So Ooh, throw, tweeted. Throw yeah. Tweeted that it was like the new office space. I think it will be like that. Like office space didn't do well in the theaters, but then people caught it and were like, oh, this is a really funny I movie. I dare to say it's funnier than office space. Oh, I there think so. Go. Office space is more about like an attitude. Than, right. Than this the, movie this has more jokes. huge fucking laughs in it. Yeah. And look, Nick and I financed it. Yeah, we'll put that on yes. the table. Yes. <laughs> And I mean, look, there you go. I, we look, need I sold to get my, some of that money yeah, back. I sold two of my tanning beds for this movie, so <laughs> I I leveraged four of my yogurt shops, <laughs> and all in the same two block radius. I I'm thinking of yes, but it. truth be told, your yogurt shops were called Tug Out Some Yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> I call them like I see them. The handles on the yogurt machines are taped like, are like giant penises. 
Kids love to play with them. <laughs> really? Duty. Uh, yeah, but it's it's worth it. You saw it too. Yeah, yeah. I I, I saw not. I saw it at South by Southwest, yeah. and and uh, I ran into the night before you and mm-hmm. uh, Will Forte. Yeah. And I told him I was like I, I was like it's gonna be you're gonna love watching your movie with a South by Southwest crowd yes. because they're just. They're their, jazzed. Their enthusiasm. They have taste. They don't just give it up for anything. Right. But they're psyched about everything. And it was... Gangbusters. You know, it, was, it was so nuts that, like, you just walk out of there thinking, oh, this movie's going to be a hit. I thought right. it was going to be like, the biggest movie. And then the fucking movie. marketing comes in yeah. or whatever or people's perceptions. Yeah. Or I really think it's like... Because you, th- you think McGruber, you're like, that's not a movie. Because Night at the Mo- Roxbury, that wasn't a movie. And neither was, like, Superstar. They had funny characters and funny people. But it doesn't, like... I think the disconnect goes deeper than that. I think that, like, a lot of people just don't know what McGruber is. You know what I mean? Just because it's right. a sketch on people, SNL. Right. Right. And they only get, necessarily mean they know it. Yeah, you know? they only get four or five million viewers. So you're not looking at a big, big audience. And no, out of 300 million exactly, people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty it is I a think pretty somebody narrow. was tittering like you were being I think sarcastic. If that, yeah. no, I, wasn't. I think if uh, they named that movie just like Action Movie. Or Two and a Half Men the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry Or for See that. This or Suck It really? would be a good title I would, for it. I would watch that. You see totally would. You'd rather it. see it than suck it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they come to your house and make you suck it if you don't see it. Oh, Did you man, see it? I should have saw it, but I got to suck, suck it. Yeah, about three weeks ago, it. there was a movie in the theaters. Well, I'm not aware. Mm-hmm. There was a movie in the theaters, theater suck it. I'm not aware. All right, let's go to your bedroom, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing, a yogurt handle? Tug <laughs> out some yogurt. I'm not aware. I'm not aware. Hey, real quickly, do you guys have a favorite Morgan Freeman movie? Yeah, of course. It's his birthday. Uh, yeah, it's called Car Accident. <laughs> Ooh, too dark, too soon. What happened? <laughs> he lived. Who's too dark, too soon? I don't know. Nice. <laughs> this is like a backstop. Everything is collected, put in the hopper, and re- reconstituted. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'll go first. I'll go with you know. I mean, look. When you think about Morgan Freeman, Mick went first. Let's be clear about that. Uh, <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Um, the best. The best. That's more. an enjoyable movie. <laughs> is it? Alan Rickman Alan Rickman is awesome it should have been an enjoyable movie (laughs) it had the elements of it yeah but I you know the action's decent go check it out again I'll watch uh, it was that uh, Kevin Costner oh boy let's get in here yeah Costner yeah let's talk to the mic my friend come on man oh I forgot this is not a live show this is uh, for people on on the ellipticals did he reprise his role in Evan Almighty yes he did and they danced at the end it was awesome um I mean, can you guys get your fucking act together and talk about the bucket list for 10 to 15 minutes? If See, I thought I was going to get some genuine answers. I didn't know it was going to be... Uh, well, I mean, Shawshank. of course. Yeah, yeah I think so. That's where it Shawshank. became the... Talk about tugging out some yogurt. Can I... What? Can I tell you... It's got to be... Like, Morgan Freeman, though, is one of those guys who... Like, you think of Shawshank, but he's been in a million movies, I'm sure. Like, he doesn't... like. He's been in just great movies. Yes. I mean, right? Yeah, and he's been in a lot of stuff where I looked at the list today of everything he's been in, and when I looked at it, there's a lot of stuff I went, oh, yeah, I, I think he was in that. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he takes a lot of s- a smaller uh, Do you roles. have a favorite movie? But, yeah, one, well, uh, one that just popped out at me that I just wanted to recommend if people haven't seen it is a thing he was in called The Big Bounce mm-hmm. with Owen Wilson. Oh, no. And it was, uh, directed, was it? Yeah. directed by the dude who did um, Gross Point Blank. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, which pink? is which is a pink? classic. Was it like pink? an Elmore Leonard? Pink. I don't think Pink was involved. It was no. George Armitage. He also directed that uh, Miami Blues with Alec Baldwin. Oh, oh that's wow, a good movie. and that's a good movie. That is a very good movie. I might be confused about who did what, but anyway, Armitage directed this one, Big Bounce. It didn't do very well, but it's got a lot of good actors in it, and it's quirky and. Uh, it's an interesting movie. Uh, I and it's from 2004. And uh, so put that in your treadmill and run. So, on. if you want to watch a Morgan Freeman movie, put that on your Nordic track and uh, row with it. I enjoyed him in Million Dollar Baby. Uh, was oh it, yeah, that was good. After Shawshank, when he, he obviously he's our our town narrator for that <laughs> host of horrors that happens to men. Uh, but he became like the, the go-to guy for voiceover after that, right? Tell yeah, yeah, he did uh, March of the Penguins. Yep. He, Penguins. he narrated that. And that was changed from the original March of the Penguins. Somebody would do like kind of like uh, Milo and Otis kind of thing and do a different voice for every penguin. Oh. Uh, Bob Saget did that, didn't he, for a farce of the penguins? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of went full circle there. Yeah. Um, uh, but now he introduces CBS News, right? Does really? He, Morgan yeah. Freeman does? Yes. Anybody? No one no, watches because the news. Nobody Is it fucking CBS News with Katie Couric? He, uh, uh, by the way, for those of you who out in podcast land, David Koechner is pointing Douglas? to two 88-year-old people because those are the only people who watch fucking network news. <laughs> Would you just call Katie Sorry. up on the phone? Which one it? is it? Does he? It does the... Not CNN. That's James Earl Jones, racist. <laughs> I love him in the Allstate ads. <laughs> That's Dennis Haysbert, racist. I Fucking love him as the president of our country. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tiger Wood, racist. You guys. Family circle. <laughs> Quit joking around about uh, the guy from Different Strokes. He, you know, <laughs> the guy. Nobody's ever called him the guy. That's what I'll do for him in death is did I'll compliment him by calling him the, that did, guy. Gary did you Coleman. tweet did, or did you make jokes right away when he died? Did you? I did not. I, I abstained. I me too. Did you? I did re- refrain. I swallowed some abstainium. I feel like for some reason I, I don't do want to make a joke on. Like I feel like a salute to people's death. On Twitter, it's just a bummer. It's like, oh, is that how they're going to be remembered? Just also, it all has to be a variation on what you're talking about, Willis. There were no other catchphrases. Like, well, there's oh, one. I'm out of money or well, whatever. The one that I heard and I saw repeated a couple times was, I guess he had a different stroke. Oh, see, I didn't even see that one. Yeah. I didn't even if see I, that one. If I ran the New York Post, the headline for me would be, what you talking about, life? But I don't, so I wouldn't make no. that joke. No. Donkeytees.com that does my t-shirts, they came up with a shirt where it's him shrugging, Gary Coleman as a little kid, and he's shrugging, and it says, what you talking about, Jesus? Oh. And they put that out like 10 minutes no, after really? they announced that he was oh, dead. No. And so I felt like wow. kind of weird promoting it, but I, I still do. Because well, he went did. to hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not... You totally misunderstood. No wonder people hate this shirt. They don't get it at all. <laughs> they think oh, no, What you talk like about, Satan? <laughs> uh, the best thing I saw, which was also put out very quickly, was uh, they inserted the CGI Photoshop Gary Coleman into the church at the end of Lost. <laughs> so, like, he's like, it's like sitting next to Locke and Sawyer as a little Gary Coleman. <laughs> Jesus, from like, from like the day after Different Strokes was canceled to now was his purgatory for sure. <laughs> he was definitely waiting around for like, well, what's the next move? 
I like how this this, this particular podcast has become a, a Dante's Inferno. It's just uh, mm-hmm. a divine comedy, not Dante's Inferno. It's just a don, divine comedy going purgatory, hell, and heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really a deep I'm show. Get into family it. circus. Mm-hmm. Full family circus. Yeah, the hell that is family circus. Mm. <laughs> Let's I play sh- the Leonard Maltin game. Uh oh. Yeah. See, people like it. Oh, the sign's back out. Doug and Catherine are ready. Uh, but let's do it this way. Let's let All right. each of our esteemed guests tonight, starting with Dave Keckner okay. in the hat, All right. choose from all these lovely people with name tags on, who would you, li- who would you like to play for? If they have a name tag? Yeah. Pick uh, anybody just one person? Pick any one person. Who raised their hand over there first? The Was one that you can see. Cause Mel- I, you know, Melody and Darlene, just one? Read them who raised their hand first? It was Me- Darlene. I like, I like Darlene's. Uh, I like both of those tags. You're, they're very, very legible from very far distance. You're smart. Yeah, but she want, she was aggressive. I like that. At first, I thought Chris and Brian actually had uh, pins in them. Those it's tape. <laughs> but Brian's actually looks like it's a push pin. Is somebody giving you a stretch signal? Yes. Because you're dragging this out unnecessarily. <laughs> drag it out, dude. My job is to drag it down. <laughs> All right, I'm playing for Darlene. Darlene, Darlene, yay, Darlene. Nick, you have one-fifth the amount of time that was just devoted to Dave Keckner picking Darlene. But do please pick from these guys over here, because they, they are in the seats where uh, who is I ask people Doug to or sit. I'll give, uh, I'll give Doug a shot. But this is, a, this is nice. Like Future note, note for everybody in the future, listening or here in person. If you're here in person, you can pretty much get away with uh, sitting anywhere now, as long as you have a nice big name tag on. But we're going to play with Doug with the giant uh, dry erase board. Uh, Nick is playing with for Doug. Playing with fire. And Paul, who would you like to play can for? I, do I have to just pick people with name tags? Or I can go anywhere? I'd pick somebody with a name tag. Because if, if you just pick somebody that doesn't have a name tag, that would be awesome for them and super lottery. Uh, because I they, feel, I they feel didn't even enter. They didn't I, even try and I they get picked. I see somebody that I feel like really wants it but didn't make a name tag. I feel like that's the person I want to pick. Well, if you think you can change that person's life... <laughs> I think I'm going to change that person's By life. picking them. Yeah, and if you think you can do it quickly... You want it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What's he your... wanted it so badly, he went, yeah. <laughs> it's David Katzenberg, everybody. <laughs> All right, get that guy. How long name. did that take? Will. That took too long, too. I'm playing for Will. Shit, yeah. <clears throat> Darlene. Okay. All right, so Paul's playing for Will. Nick is playing for Doug. And Darlene. I knew that. My name's David. David's playing for Darlene. <laughs> oh, the, the. Don't gaslight me. I knew both of those. The board is All changing. Right. Yeah, what's going on? What's happening with the board? Uh oh. Oh. Uh, Can you write what? forever? Oh, they yeah. fixed it. They made it even easier on me. I love it. Mm-hmm. You guys are proactive. Oh, wow. There's a hard We heart picked all dudes because it's so easy for ladies to get laid, right? That's what we That's got. Yeah, I didn't. I picked for. Oh, you picked I, the lady? I'll pick Darlene. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We start with Paul Shear. <laughs> Paul Shear yes. gets to pick from the following three categories. Okay. May he rest in peace. Dennis Hopper movies. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I like to keep it timely. And let's talk about a great actor. Uh, number twos. That would be sequels. Number twos. Okay. <laughs> That's what I call them, number twos. Uh-huh. And, Always funny. And motion pictures that feature former actors, uh, people that were in the Star Wars saga. This is Star okay. Wars alums is the name of this I'm category. picking sequels. 
Number twos. Number twos. All right, here we go. Number twos, you get to pick a year. Would you like a number two from uh, 1989, 1970, or 2008? This is a number two in a series of motion pictures. 2008. Here we go. <laughs> I've talked about this before. Len Walton gives it an embarrassing two stars. Mm. Yeah, I'm not happy with that rating. You think it should be deserved less or more? Let's say more. Okay. <laughs> yes, more. And I'll read something to you from it, from Len's review. This movie is doomsday dark and pro palpably real. Yeah, you heard me. Wow. <laughs> it's doomsday dark, dark and palpably, and palpably real. real. Two stars. From 2008, you have... Fifteen names. Start the bidding, Paul Shear. How many names? I can name that movie in 13 names. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We come around to Dave Keckner. I'll say nine. Resplendent in a hat saying nine. Nick Kroll in the glasses. Eleven. <laughs> Eight names. Please go less Wait, than nine. Gotcha. Oh, you can keep gotcha. bid? Yeah. Keep bidding? Keep bid. Eight names. We we're still on Nick oh, Kroll. I'll go, uh, I'll go eight names. F you, sure. Paul has to either say Nick Kroll named that movie or you go less names. I'll go less names. Five How many names. less? Five, five names. All the way down to five, Dave Keckner. Name that movie. Paul Shear, name right. that movie. I haven't learned to pronounce this guy's name since the last time this movie came up. So I'll try it again. Keith Zabarzagaga. Okay. Zabarzagaga. Not helpful. Zabarzga. Okay. Keith Zabarska. Anthony Michael Hall, mm -hmm. Richie Coster, Eric Roberts, and Nestor Carbonell. Those are your five names. Those are big names. Those are big names. Yeah, Richard from, Alpert from Lost. Oh, from 2008. 2008. <laughs> wow, I thought this would be easy, but those names it's are It's tough really when you're on the spot. Those names should give it away. Really? Yeah. Show some rich names. <sighs> Fucking no. You know it. Man, I'm going to say... Try to make it dramatic. For the, oh, man. Hurry, I, for I, the girl on the elliptical. <laughs> this is tough. This is a tough one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a, big, it's a big action movie. Well, you, I, what are you... You're asking me questions now? <laughs> I, I don't I don't, I don't know. Think I'm I gonna said that, but go ahead. All right, uh, go with your gut. My gut is like that uh, fucking shit. <laughs> People know it. They're trying to transport it into what your brain. It? Oh, they've got their phones out. You're playing for uh, uh, that I'm guy. For Will. Name, I forgot. I'm letting down Will. Maybe I should. He doesn't have a name, a name tag. tag. All right. Um, what is it? I'm gonna go with an, like uh, an animated movie. I don't know. Damn it. Palpably real. Wrong. Stark. I don't know it. Wrong if it's animated. Wrong. Okay, wrong. Whoa. Two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead and jump in when you know 2010. It. I don't know. I don't have it. Celian Murphy, Ron Dean, I got Monique it. Gabriel. I, I, I know it. 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 Batman. Batman. It's called Dark Knight. But I knew from Nestor Carbonell because I remember watching him. Is that motherfucker wearing eyeliner in this movie? Yeah, and then he wears it on Lost, and then they said on one of those post-show things that he doesn't wear eyeliner. That's just how he has dark around eyes. Yeah. How could they get two stars? Two stars. Two stars. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, that's really my biggest enjoyable. beef with Len, is that he's just like... Really enjoyable. It's a like Batman the, story for the terrorist era. It's uh, also incredibly long. Ledger's a... Uh, completely enjoyable. Joker. So that was... Fuck that Len, whoever he is. His character is so sick, ago? it's difficult to derive any pleasure from watching him. Fuck I get you. nothing but pleasure from watching Keith <laughs> Ledger play that character. I agree. It's the most lived-in, amazing yes. performance I, I probably have ever witnessed. I agree. <laughs> wow. I thank you. Who is that? Len who? And he will rise from the dead and appear on this show with John Lithgow in two weeks. Who's the, who's the reviewer? Len who? Len, Len Malton. It's the Len Malton game we're playing. I don't think Len reviewed that one. I think I, he said that one. Len, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know it was Len. I, I didn't know that you're that chum, chummy. I thought someone else had contributed to his book. Right. Len. Well, he has c- contributors, but I, I bet he wrote. Are that. you going to do the Mr. Skin game at one point, where you just uh, <laughs> Mr. Skin was on the show once? Oh yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right, um, all right so who got the point there? Uh, I did. Who made who Kroll. guess it? Kroll made. Kroll Paul. Oh, wait, oh wait. but he made Paul guess it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Dave yeah, yeah, yeah. So I right. got the point. You got the point, sir. And but we go to Nick no, Kroll I to start off this next one. The answer. And you get to pick <laughs> from three categories. We got to get through this fast. First okay. person to two points wins. So it's Keckner's to win right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> take that shit. By the way, for take podcast this, line, he was just doing it, shoulder presses. <laughs> okay, I'm helping out go, the girl uh, on the elliptical. Want to go Dennis Hopper movies or uh, what was the other one? Star Wars alums. That's a good one. Or I'll give you a third one. Okay, buddy movies. Oh wow, I'm gonna buddy go, movies I'm kind gonna of go, like get I'm, them to the Greek that uh, you're in currently playing. The I'll do uh, buddy movies. Please. So get know you, I Greek so movies. know you. You're so buddy. You're so. Which buddy one did you pick? Buddy, buddy movies. Oh, okay, here we go. I hope it's bulletproof. Do you want one from? <laughs> no pre-guessing. No pre-guessing. Right. Carpenter story. Karen want, Carpenter story. No, that's do you not want it. nineteen? No, she didn't have anyone close enough to stop her from. Turn an empty plate. Nineteen ninety-eight. Stuff, yes. Nin- what are they? 1988, 1966. Uh-huh. Or 1973. Wow. What was the first one? 88? 88. I gotta go 88. Okay. What, year were you, what year were you, you born? 78. I love you. <laughs> same year for me. Same year. <laughs> same exact age. Len 82. gives us three and a half stars. For me, 82. Len says three and a half stars. And uh, frequent listeners have probably heard this one on the show before um, Len gives it three and a half, and uh, it says it says uh, it has a dynamic music score, oh. and was followed by a TV series, Ooh. which is a really strange Ooh, way of putting it. It's followed by a TV series. Okay, it's nineteen eighty-eight, three and a half stars according to Len, followed by a TV series, and, and it's a buddy movie. Yeah, buddy movie eighty-eight. You have eight names, Mister. I will uh, start the bidding. I will say I can do it in seven names. Paul Shear? Six names. Five names. Fast bidding. I like it. Mm. I'll uh, I'll say four names. Name that movie. It's I, not you next, me. Mr. Costner. I, I can't say it. Out of order, sir. <laughs> Nick Kroll name that movie. Okay, just so we're clear, this is how I play poker, Padley. Is I just want to be in the game, so I will do it, even though I can't. Invite him over, folks. <laughs> so you got to get in four names. Yeah, Here we got four names. I'm I'm sorry about this, Doug. Nick is playing for Doug. Uh, the four names are Richard Ferrangi. <laughs> Ooh, dead giveaway. Wendy Phillips, Joe Pantoliano, Ooh. Joey Pants, <laughs> and 
That's not the fourth name. There's one more name. <laughs> Dennis Farina. Dennis Those are the Farina. four names. Oh, don't oh, don't oh, oh. give it away, Ooh, David Kickner or Paul Shear. The person has to guess always knows. <laughs> okay, so the person who doesn't have to guess always knows it. Became a TV show as a buddy movie. Came, became a TV show after that. Um, <laughs> wish I would have gotten this one. Will we would have done it? But maybe we will do it here. Um, Any bells at all? Yeah, I mean, obviously you said bells, so I'm thinking. But Saved by the Bell didn't start as a movie. Um, TV movie. Buddy I'm, movie. I'm passing the clues. Can, can I? Can I okay, you're, you're no. Yeah, no, no more clues. clues. Okay. Um, Batman. Dennis, for, it's the kind you? of thing where it, you don't know yet. Yeah, I don't you know. Might not ever know. I don't know it. I'm so sorry, Doug. John Ashton, Yafit Koto, Charles Grodin, Robert De Niro, Midnight Run. I love the Danny Elfman score. I love. I did it. not know that was made into a TV. It show? was made into. I a didn't series. know that either. And it was it's, made it's, into it's a, a confusing clue of TV movies for USA oh. with the guy who played uh, Trapper McGavin from uh, from Happy. Madison, or really, you know, the golf. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one. yeah. That guy's great. Big eyes. That or whatever. Guy. Trapper, what's his name? Trapper Shooter McGavin. All right, great. What? All right, so who oh, got that point? McDonald's? I got that point. All right, so you have a point, and Dave Keckner has a point. Right? Yes. yes. All right, we're starting how many, with Kroll again. Kroll gets to pick again. All right. Dennis Hopper. Wait, why does Kroll go to the gun? Isn't Keckner's Because he still doesn't have a point. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's always the underdog goes Curse. first. Oh, good. It's just well, like, I like that game. I, I like um, your world. I like your world. Hey, man. Hey, man. I want to go. Dig, let's go. Uh, that's cool. Dennis let's, Hopper movies. Uh-huh. That's cool of you. Why don't we just pick that? Cause let's do it. Because you, yeah, let's come do on. it. Okay. Because there aren't any Gary Coleman movies. Do you want a Dennis Hopper? <laughs> that's nice, not true. Everyone. That's not true. Yeah, there's got to be there's one. There's that movie where you had to stash stuff at a, a, st- a, a locker. A locker in Grand Central. And he could see the racetrack results. Yeah. Oh, that was the kid from Left Field, wasn't it? No, that was the that one where he shined shoes with Norman Fell, and he would be like, uh, superstar in the fourth race, and then people would win money. 1986. <laughs> big year for... I'm not ignoring that. Big I'm year just, for Hopper. I got a game 86. 83 mm-hmm. or 95. Dennis 80, Hopper movie. 86 is a big year for Hopper. Okay. 83 or 95. So how many, how many names? Year. How many... How big many year. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 86. Let's do the big year. <laughs> Okay, um, Len gives it three stars. I, I'd go three and a half or four, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you give it an extra. It's a half. favorite of mine. One of my favorite. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Especially one of my favorite performances of his. Okay. Um, it's from 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, says best of all is Hopper, perfectly cast. Okay. This is what they say about him in this movie. Okay. They also call the movie disturbing. Yes. Okay. And there are. Okay. This is easy. There's right? ten names. Is it? Go ahead. And, Ten names. And uh, Nick Kroll starts the bidding. Two names. He can get it. Two names. Whoa. Paul Shear, can you get it less than two Name names? that movie. Oh, wait. Does he get a second Yeah. Movie? See what happened to you? <laughs> you got screwed on that one. I, I used two. He went way low. Paul said, name it. Now, I, I now he has to, to try to name it. I was going to say Will one. Could win. Will I bet you could win. do it in one, but he, Paul one. said, name that But movie. that's not fair. I, I like your world. Paul might have bid one. <laughs> Paul might have bidded one, and then you would have had to bid zero. You I would bid zero. zero. I will bid zero. It's too Don't late. Make a difference. I want to power out. I'm trying to win this for Will. Man came without a name tag. Okay, here's your two names. This is awesome. Two names. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's where his name is on the list. That's a clue. He's not the star of it. 
It's not a Dennis Hopper movie per se. Can, can I so buzz great. in this if he doesn't get it? After one. he doesn't get it, you can this get it. Great, yeah, and then Jim Metzler is the other name. This is an easy one. Can I buzz Jim Metzler, come on, guys. The Met. Do we, how, how do we While he thinks about it, let me talk about the prize. How do we, how do we, we buzz in? Do we, do we hit the table or punch you? The winner's going to get, you don't have to buzz in. Just yell it out after Nick says he doesn't know it. The winner's going to get a three-pack of EPs that are available from AST Records from Paul F. Tompkins, Dan Telfer, and Greg Proops. That's an awesome three-pack. You can get it for 15 bucks at astrecords.com. Also going to win an I Love Heart Garfunkel and Oates shirt. The typo's on purpose. It says, I Love Heart Garfunkel and Oates. It's adorable. Nice. Also, a copy of my CD from AST Records, Doug Benson, Professional Humor Idiot. And you also win a uh, two-trunk-to-tweet t-shirt. Uh, let me ask you a question. Wh- yes. Where, what's happening <coughs> so far in the John Lithgow? Who is, who is uh, in the finalists of uh, co-hosting the podcast? Oh, it's, you know, it's ongoing because John Lithgow, he's, he's said he's going to do it, and then I never hear from him ever about anything. Okay. Whenever he tweets, I try to get his attention. How long does he have? Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. Here we go. Nick Kroll, oh, do you have man. a guess? Yeah. Uh, you had a I lot of time to it. think about yeah. it. I think I fucked this up. Sorry, Doug. No, um, it's not sorry. Paul's going to win for... Um, how can he win? Because I, I forced him into the thing. I strategy. <laughs> strategy. Strategy. See how life works. Paul is going to win for the guy who so, didn't even wear a name tag to the show. That's how fucked up life is. My my show, my podcast is like a microcosm. It's like uh, it's like the oil spill of podcasts. This is the this like you the come in here all optimistic and then it's well wait gonna be the, it's going to keep gushing. Shouldn't I get a chance to win the 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 goodie bag if you I can't change the rules? You said backstage you're a fun game player. Not I am a bitter game player. I'm not being bitter. But if we played by the rules... We are. These are the no, rules. No, I didn't get to bid. Did we say what the movie is? Blue Velvet. There it is. No. No? Oh. That was I a good know. guess, though. It was, it, was a ra- it was a little later than Blue Velvet, I think. I was going to say, uh, can, I guess, can I guess my yeah, yeah, yeah. true romance? No. Oh. No, no, no. He probably it's had a not, little bigger, better billing than that. Can I guess the last one that I thought? The names are Leo Rossi, Constance Forslund, Tom Bauer, Daniel Roebuck, Roxanne Azal. Ione, Sky. Oh, Leech. say anything. Rivers Edge. Rivers. Keanu no. Reeves and Chris McGlover. And it's called oh, Rivers Edge. Wow. It's an awesome movie if you get a chance to see it. I would not have and, been able to uh, guess that movie. And I did it. Dennis Hopper has a. Dennis Hopper has an awesome line about going down on a woman till he looked like a glazed donut. <laughs> and may he rest in peace. And Very Paul Shear. Paul Shear wins the game. Paul, could you pass all those lovely prizes over to the. Uh, to Will, the winner. Just goes to show you, just because you made a name tag sometimes doesn't have mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask Darlene a question really quick. You guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? Oh, I'm going to do a show here on Friday at 6.30 p.m. We're going to be airing, we're going to be premiering uh, the pilot John Daly and I made for Comedy Central called Rich Dicks. Uh, based off a of Funny or Die short we did, so it's going to be this Friday at 6.30 here at the theater with a couple special guests. So oh, yeah, the podcast is going to come out uh, uh, probably right after that. So. Oh, it doesn't w- come out? So I would so like to... a little, little late for that plug. So if well, you I would like to plug... Here, if you have anything uh, a little further down the road. Yeah, I'd people like, that are here live, come back for that. I'd like to plug Scare Tactics. People, just put in your TiVos. It's really good. <laughs> Give it a second look. You may think it's ridiculous. It's good. 
Put it in your TiVos. Be surprised. Come home late at night. Watch a scare tactic. You'll thank me. I'm uh, I'm doing the uh, Melrose Improv at 10 a uh, 10 a.m. 10. <laughs> That's gonna be an awesome show. Uh, yeah, it is. Just for me and my kids. Uh, 10 p.m. Special. Thursday night, Melrose Improv headlining there, and then I'm back here Tuesday night. CDR sketch at 11:30. And this is of course is in December, right? Yes. We were in the <laughs> no, it's this no, week. By next Tuesday, this week. people will have heard this. So okay. next Tuesday, come oh, exactly. to CDR sketch. Uh, for those assembled, comedy death ray. Come, come Thursday to the Melrose. You can come Rose see me in the comedy tent at Bonnaroo uh, coming up soon, and also I've got an interruption show coming up June 14th at Largo with uh, Paul Shears agreed to appear and uh, Chris Hardwick, and then you know, I'll be at Helium in Philadelphia June 17th to 19th. 2010. Quick round of applause for Paul Shear, Nick Kroll, David Keckner, competitive, competitive players. And you know, it was, I was only competitive because I was fighting and okay, for Darlene. Good. And I always... Don't talk anymore, Keckner. I always ask the, uh, the contestants who lost, who I should call a shithead at the end of the show, Darlene and Doug, as you know, are sitting on opposite ends of the stage, and I'm very proud to say, Glenn Beck is a shithead, and Glenn Beck is a shithead. Yeah! Makes it foggy, there's no room in